Good evening. It is Thursday night and we are live at 8 pm. It's the Rangers AF podcast. And joining me tonight. Did you turn your video up? I I don't like drinking on camera, mate. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's weird. Sorry, I was trying to be polite. You're a weirdo. Uh, so joining me tonight is the guy that doesn't like to, to drink on camera. He has AC for <laughs> breakfast, DC for lunch, and for dinner he drinks Rammstein. Robin Wasp, good evening. Yes, that is the most metal ever. I love it, mate. I'm that good. I'm good. Best intro you've ever had, mate. I know that is. Usually it's like, oh, here's the shit one of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy with all the technical difficulties. Yes. Me. <laughs> exactly. So I, we've got a jam-packed show for you tonight. We're going to talk about, obviously, the PSV Eindhoven display from Tuesday night and look ahead to uh, Hibernian uh, this weekend um, and uh, make some predictions on that. But before we do that, let's jump straight in to Rangers versus PSV Eindhoven, mate, which was at Ibrox Stadium on Tuesday the 16th of August at 8pm. If you were not there, you were square or something. Rangers lineup was... I know you were, mate. <laughs> East enclosure, I believe, mate. Hey, aye, it was, mate. A bit of unnecessary <laughs> friction there. Um, <laughs> anyway, Rangers lined up. Uh, hashtag in joke. Uh, McLaughlin, Tav, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Lundstrom, Lawrence, Davis, Tillman, Kent, and Antonio Cholak leading the line. New mate, um, I could talk about the PSV Eindhoven lineup, but I can't be bothered. It's uh, not, worth, not worth commenting on, to be fair. Um, Talk me through your thoughts first of all on on the lineup and then your thoughts on um, the game itself. Um, I thought the lineup was pretty much predicted, you know. Um, apart from when I was walking up Paisley Road West, mate, I saw a lot of people on their phones when the team gets announced and they're like, "Stevie Davis is playing," and you know, I was hearing a bit of mixed comments about it, but it's probably the team I would have I would have picked for sure. You know, especially Stevie Davis. I was at the Kilmarnock game a few weeks back and he was like my man in the match, like I said to you in the group chat. But I I thought it was a strong lineup, baby. Attacking lineup and plenty of um, strength on the bench as well. I agreed. And, um, you know, Davis wasn't really a surprise. He was more of a hope, to be fair. Like you said, you know, he, he kind of uh, cemented his place at the weekend and he's somebody that can that can change games. He's somebody that, that, that dictates play. And that's something that, you know, we, we've kind of been missing a wee bit um, uh, in that regard. And you could see right from the off, um, you know, PSV struggled with um, the extra man in midfield. They were playing more of a zonal system. Um, which we kind of exploited quite a lot down the down the left and right channels um, at various times during the game. Um, what was your what was your thoughts on the the first half, mate? What did you think? First first half, I thought we were terrific. Um, you know, and we were playing some really tidy stuff without maybe creating a lot of clear chances. We were getting into good positions. We we're putting them under pressure. Um, yeah, that was. I don't think. I think maybe like maybe the first three to five minutes of the game, um, Luke De Jong had a good chance. But apart from that, it was kind of it, it was all us, and we were rising to the occasion. The crowd was getting behind us. Um, you know, the attacking through the midfield to the attacking, we were we were pressing them really hard. And then, <laughs> as Rangers do things, mate, we, we seem to go one 0 down um, after a lot of good work. Um, but yeah, like 
the first half we were playing some excellent stuff at times, you know, and I think that's credit to the um, the, the signings that we've brought in, you know, they, they are mixing it up, um, especially in, um, I'm pretty sure it was my old man that said this, you know, like, players, like, you can see the progression he'd have as his Rangers careers went on, like, he surrounds himself with, like, better players every year seems to get a level up and he just seems to get better so bringing new players in with a higher standard good players are always got to get better surrounded with better players you know and um yeah i thought tillman it gives us a different dynamic in that kind of number 10 lawrence in the kind of it was it was interesting lawrence position it was like he was going left inside he was constantly changing it up and linking in other players um i just think he's got to be a massive player and big kolak up front you know he's had he's had these critics in the last couple of weeks mate and i just thought he was fantastic i think i tried to text you at half time saying i love him because he's just he's just as gorgeous as big herrera but he's got better ability you know so i just love him instantly mate it's channeling, channeling his inner Chris Boyd, um, is what he's doing there, uh, particularly <laughs> a better hairline than Chris Boyd, mate. No, 100%. <laughs> Hashtag nay spray. Um, <clears throat> no, mate, like you said there, um, you know, if, if, if we touch on the Sangari goal, um, quickly, it was a gift from a from a set a set piece. And if I, and if I was being overly cl- uh, critical, I felt that um, Tavernier was too narrow in the build up, um, which gave Max a lot of space to create that crossing chance that Goldson obviously nicked it for that resultant corner, which uh, obviously uh, resulted in the goal. So, but I mean, you know, that's just been overly you know critical. Really, it was a it was a classic you know Rangers <laughs> mistake, like you said. Um, the Cholak goal, you know, I kind of touched on it earlier, saying about how how um, PSU were struggling with the with the extra man. And like you said about Tom Lawrence, his his positioning, I think, in that system in the first half was basically to. To um to create traps, and uh, oh no, Sammy's, <laughs> had a, Sammy's had a glass of wine. Oh no, uh, no, you're alright. I'll get it after. Thanks very much. Um, that's yeah, a different from, podcast altogether. So get your credit is, cards ready. Dinner's dinner's coming, <laughs> lads. But it's fine. I can wait. You know, what I mean, I'm no, I'm no one that served to me whilst I'm hosting because that just makes things doubly different. Um, <laughs> I so uh, what I was saying about I obviously Tom 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 Lawrence was you know he was he was creating the trap that was dragging it, uh, Gutierrez and Max creating that space in behind which Tavernier was running into um, to 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 exploit and you touched on it earlier how you were saying you know the evolution of James Tavernier I think in the in the Van Bronckhorst systems you know he likes his fullbacks to sit high but at the same time Tavernier's doing more of a um, technical role. Um, you know, we're less reliant on him to carry the ball. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're more looking to him to, to uh, you know, make intelligent runs and create those, um, you know, assist and uh, crossing opportunities. And he did that with absolute perfection for that goal, you know, and uh, Cholak's finish, mate, absolute, you know, sexual. You, you know, he literally doesn't even look at the goal. He just places it. And that's four goals and four for him. So it's, you know, it's um, super exciting. And, Stephen Davis in the comment there, Chris Hamilton said he's just a great-minded footballer. That through ball, mate, I mean, that is beautiful. Just one touch, you knew where Tav was going to run onto the space to execute behind the defender. It's just that it was, it's just what we expect from Steve Davis, you know. Sometimes I'm at, like, try to compare him to his first stint because I was a, I still am a massive Steve Davis fanboy, you know. 
and he's like a completely different player. And I, I'm trying to remember which one I can. His first stint, he was a totally different player. You know, we were utilizing him on the right wing, and then I'm pretty sure midfield was stocked with like Mendes, Edu, Ferguson. And then he went central for one game. I'm pretty sure it was at Hamden, and it was just like wow. And see now he's kind of just he's like a conductor, mate. He just conducts the orchestra, and he's just, I Chris, you're spot on, mate. He's just brilliant. Eh? He's, and see, you know, he's 37. I'm pretty sure G said this. He's 37 in the last podcast. Like and his fitness levels are, are frightening, mate. Eh? And that's like you know a Champions League playoff, but he's. Um, Nah, he's he's some he's some footballer, mate. Yeah. Got Aye, massive agree. love for Steve Davis. Bingo, ditto. Um, so I I mean the first half sum it up. You know, heart and mouth at the start with that De Jong chance. You know, he puts that away. It's a it's a completely different game. But you know, we kind of we got one meat and shit together in the in the kind of meat middle of it. Shit. And then at the end, we, we were sort of almost panicky. Do you know what I mean? We had like three chances in quick succession that, you know, we, we either made the wrong uh, decision, you know, with the, with the Tillman shot or uh, we just didn't take. Um, so it kind of left us wanting a bit more. So we moved into the second half. Wasp, tell me your thoughts about the second half. Oh, this, the second half was completely, <laughs> completely opposite, mate. It was just, it was... Um... Uh, it was just everybody was on edge, you know. It was they just seemed to neutralise us because um, we, for some reason, now we like to play out the back and uh, like give it a shot. And it's the way we trust in Van Bronckhorst's system and how he wants to build up play, but they just neutralised us, and then we just seemed to get really nervous. I remember saying to the guy next to me, I thought. Barisic had a, a great first half. He was aggressive, you know, he was getting forward. Second half, they were just on him and Sands and then utilising that and pressing really hard. And then it was going back to McLaughlin, then it was nervy to Goldson. And we were kind of making a lot of mistakes, putting ourselves under pressure. And I think our midfield was just kind of, you know, it, it was telling that, you know, when Kamara came on, like Steve Davis had done a good shift, but it, it was tiring. It was a hard game. It was it, it was a great game of football um, in all aspects. Eh? Two, as Van Nistelrooy said, two balanced teams. Um, it's got to be hard next week when we go to their ground because they've got a similar atmosphere, passionate fans. Um, but yeah, the second half, mate, they just neutralised us and we never had an answer for that high press. Aye, and you know I said this in the chat, but PSV went went man to man in the mid. They went four two four with a more advanced press, like you touched on there. They were taking more risks, particularly down that right channel. Um, and obviously, like you said, um, you know Barisic. I mean, for me, Barisic kind of went into no man's land because he he basically became the press trigger, um, and it was really uncomfortable for him. And when when the ball went back to uh, Goldson, obviously Luke De Jong was in his face, and Goldson doesn't like it when the forward goes across his eye line. Um, he panics a wee bit, and I think you know. They um they exploited that a wee bit and I and I felt you know we had um the first early chance with Cholak you know where where it, it come to him on the right hand side of the box and he shoots when he should have squared it um you know that was a kind of indicator of how that half was going really we were, we were kind of panicking a wee bit yeah, um, we and 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 the boy Sabari who um you know should have had a should have had a hat trick really. He had chances in quick succession because they were exposing that, um, that you know that channel down the right hand side and getting and getting so much uh, joy from it. Um, and I think um, you know, 
it was looking it, it, it was looking bleak until we got that free kick on the edge of the box, um, which which kind of came out of nothing really because Tillman wasn't really going anywhere, but um, it was actually um, Sabari that uh, fouled him, which uh, you know he was he he was he was going to you know become the the ultimate hero for us um, in that moment when uh, obviously Tom Lawrence steps up. And, that's, uh, and I was just like, what's he doing? Like, A, what are you doing shooting for there? And two, what was that connection on the ball? But three, what's the keeper doing? Like, you know what I mean? What is the keeper doing there? Uh, it was a, it was a comedy moment, but one that uh, I was I was very, very thankful for, um, which it, obviously resulted in the goal there. It was great, mate, because, you know, Tillman, he was, the thing with Tillman is, and I'm, I'm sure I've said this to you a few times, there's times where I'm just like, right, we need to maybe take him off. Um, we need to freshen it up in that area. And then either scores like he did against USG or like he does something like this. And it, it, it was a great run through him. But, you know, Barisic takes a walk away through the free kick and then Tom Lawrence is standing like Ronaldo and the guy next to me is like, it's just got to flow it in. It's fine, da. And he's like, I don't know. like, And then... Then when he hit it, because we were like looking on the Broomlin and we just see the crowd going mental and then guys like, how? How? I don't care, but how? <laughs> and I was just like, I So it wasn't until actually I got home and saw the goal. It was, oh man, it was amazing. Eh? And I was talking to my dad earlier and it was just like, he thought if we just scraped to one, but then, you know, anything could happen over there, but it was a great moment. I just felt if we held on, we get we gave ourselves a good chance. Um, not to say like I'm negative about going over there, but it was no. a good chance, and it just it, it was a big sucker punch when they equalised. Uh, it was, mate, and just I'm just going to touch on that briefly. It was your boy Obispo who um, you know should have should have been sent off really. Um, he got taken off as a precaution, but um, <clears throat> uh, he uh, he obviously found himself in a good position. I mean, we I mean I've no idea what we were doing. Um, Mark, uh, marking wise for that corner because you know nobody, nobody was tracking him. He just comes in and gets a free header, uh, places it in the uh, under the crossbar, and it's uh, you know it's a it's a good finish. Um, but again, it's uh it's exposing one of our great weaknesses, which is you know our red defending at set pieces. Which Aye. you know, interestingly, actually, I just want to touch on this because I've seen quite a lot of traffic on it over the past couple of hours. Regards, um, Leon Balligan, uh, obviously not getting signed up for another year, and he's somebody who people think may well have mitigated that risk. I want to I want to just provide a counterpoint in that Balligan, as much as he was a good defender and you know he was he was he had a bit of pace, he struggled for fitness. He wasn't always good at sensing danger. Um and and and, and I think that was that was his biggest weakness and perhaps why we didn't um you know sign him on for a for another year at least. Um so for me I I mean personally I don't think he's solving both of those issues and and to to be fair to Sands I think he's he's made that position his own, and actually some of his defending's been exceptional. Um, so I don't really think we need to be looking to to kind of panic, you know, uh, save face if you like by uh, re-signing Balligan, who uh, you know has been coming to the games and stuff. And thanks very much, love you. No, like uh, I've been seeing this a lot. Was it no Ali McCoy that started this, or was potentially? It, yeah, oh, it was uh, Kenny Miller. It was Kenny. Oh, Miller. Was it Kenny Miller? You know, yeah. like he's. He was he was good for Rangers, you know. He was a good aerial threat. Like he, he scored a lot of kind of good goals in Europe for us. Um, and yeah, but then the other night, for some reason, I decided to watch uh, Malmo Rangers just to see like 
the two goals against Kolak and he just gets run ragged um, by Kolak. So I don't know. I think it was it was a shock when it did happen because I thought Balogun, you know, he was a good defender. And, um, but the emergency Bassey and how what a year he had, it was kind of like Bassey's position to lose. And when Borna kind of does what Borna does, then it, he was in because then Bassi went and left back. But then if you're coming up to the summer and you've got Hollander coming back and um, we've seen Suter, Catch is coming back, you know, like we still had Jack Simpson at that point. It was, I think it was probably a wise decision. Um, but for me, I, I don't understand this... Um, it's, it's like a split decision with the, uh, the fan base to now with regards to James Sands. Like personally, I think he's he's been terrific. Eh? You know, like and you know my feelings on him. I wasn't I wasn't sold on him, but the start of this season, I I think he's been terrific. Like my stepbrother, he he just like he's got a vendetta against him. Eh? You know, like he'll send me the lineup, and he's like, I can't believe Sands is starting again. And I'm like, well, how not? Like and. Uh, against USG he was terrific and there was one point I thought he was going to get sent off but when you look at that back he actually never got sent off but the tackle was superb from a McLaughlin mistake and he's quite a smart defender he's no he's no got the kind of physical attributes as a, a, a Balligan or a Golson but I'm pretty sure one point at the PSV game mate um, they were kind of wise to Goldson's diagonals what the Sands day, he does his own diagonal to the right. Yeah. And yeah. it just kind of switched up. And I can't remember. I think it was the Kamanic game actually. He was he actually came into midfield and rather than just, you know, play a side to side pass, he actually lobbed it over the defender for Tillman and Tillman was just like a bit slow to react, but it was like something different. And I just think Sands he, he's quite clever. You know, he's he's really clever and his positioning, and I'm pretty sure Van Broncos just came out and said he knows when to he, he go in, he, he knows when to head, and he knows when to you know, do rash decisions. And he's uh, he's 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 brilliant, mate. I love him. I, I think he's he's actually, you know, he's if it's six million, you know, I think six million we could pro possibly buy a better caliber player for that price. But you know, I'm 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 loving James Sands now. I think he's been solid for us. Yeah, he's like the I modern day Christian Daly, mate. American style <laughs> and less no, he's not. crap here. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> I love you know, Christian I, Daly. I, I did as well. No, he, um, you know, like you say, he's, you know, I kind of disagree with any of your points, mate, to be honest. And um, he's somebody who I I was pretty outspoken with uh, to begin with, who I didn't think was a good fit. But then he had that really good game against, I think it was Dundee, um, where he was, he, he showed his, his aggressive qualities and his game reading ability, which, you know, was something that we'd not seen much of. And I think he's somebody that's, not to be cliche, but he's somebody that's that's improving game by game. Um, and, you know, as the games go, the more pass marks he gets, um, you know, he's no... He's not giving me cause for concern, and he's somebody that I think you know could could potentially make that position his own, um, if you know if that's where we wanted them to play. Uh, but like you say, we've got you know Suter and you know players like that who can who can come in and fill um, that position. So it'll be interesting to see where he where he does eventually um, end up. But I think you know for me the reason that he's come in for that price point is uh, because of his versatility, and that's something that's going to be key for us going forward. 
it's it's going to be interesting, mate, when everybody's fit, you know, like Hollander's just got to walk back into that team, as we know. And, um, you know, do we go to a back three and he goes to the right of the centre-backs? I've been thinking about this kind of a lot recently, my how dreams. Rangers... Yeah, my dreams. <laughs> um, how Rangers have got to kind of line up when everybody's fit and... It's quite it's quite interesting, mate. Are we, are we going to go free at the back and put Borna and um, possibly Yumez in the like the the left wing? Same with Tav. I'm just going to say this now, Snags. Like Tav's got okay. to be our player of the season. Yeah, you heard it here first. Okay, Rangers yeah, exclusive. He, honestly, mate, he's again. He's just signed a new deal, but like that USG game he had like a total aggressiveness about him he was like you know he wasn't messing about players like try to time waste he's like no hey he's directing everybody he was doing the same he was he was terrific mate and that that ball into Kolak I know he got caught out in the second half which was like you know it was a great play by it was pretty much what we done to PSV for our first goal Aye. and um, it was good reading by Big McLaughlin to come out and it was like a cracking save um, he was really brave there but I thought Tav's, Tav's got to be a player of the season again mate he's he's if he's no one of the best Ranger signings in my lifetime then uh, for the price we got him he's aye, I love him yeah agreed and, so uh, thanks very much um, so hiya, hiya to Jody um, in the comments Jody. Hello to Craig McD. Um, Jody says quite rightly, we all love some humble pie. And if I, you know, make a mistake, I will own it, Jody. That is one of the beauties that you get with me as the host of the Rangers AF podcast, right? Uh, Stephen Payton says, work hot tub dinner now podcast. Yes. And uh, having experienced the hot tub personally, I can say it is a wonderful place to be. Um, and we'll discuss more about that later on. Stevie just uh, eating his, his dinner in the hot tub, like on one of the wee things you get for the baths, and he's you know got what? the tablet or something. I don't Please know if they've us, got Stevie. Floating, floating trays, but mate, I wouldn't put it past them. They've got everything else in that. You know, if you can imagine everything you ever need for a hot tub, it is there. It is yeah. absolutely there, including a chair for a captain. I'm not even joking you. Stevie, comment. We want to see this. I want to see this. Uh, Tag at 26 there's been a murder says Snags how come you ain't on with Baz and Paul and the rest well we can't be in two places at once can we Wasp um, well I certainly can't eh, mate no. even though my clients <laughs> think a I bash, can. you know what I mean we could, uh, we could have a merge a podcast I, merge um, Rangers you know say that Rangers podcast untied or assembled we should do that one night that would be a call laugh. it Rangers the Rangers BF podcast just for one night but um, then he write it off, by the way, because you know we might have spoken about um, doing a doing a B podcast together at some point. So keep an eye out for that. Oh, exclusive again. Craig McDee says, "Is Holanda going to walk back in though with the likes of Davies and Suter there?" That's a that's a great question. Um, and Wasp, Wasp will have a biased view on this, but what I will say is, oh, um, no. I think you know, in terms of of his limited availability, um, you know, depending on how many runs of games we get with Holanda, it'll be interesting to see how he is used in uh, squad rotation. I would say likely he'll be you know the cup defender potentially. Um, but you know we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know what's what's your what's your thoughts. It's not going to be the cup defender, that's for sure, mate. Eh? Come on, what are you saying here? Hurt my feelings. Also, stop, I can Jody. Jo- Jody's in the chat, eh? and I'm pretty sure she's got to ask him for his tope. Eh? She was at Ibrox and Swam, <laughs> so I am waiting for that, Jody. 
send it in the post yet. Um, nah, but all seriousness, mate, um, I, I'm a massive fan of him because when I was playing football, I was a goalkeeper and then I broke my leg and then I was a centre-half with a chip on my shoulder. And I, I always like defenders. So I, I just think Hollander is like a proper defender. He's, um, he's cracking, but it's a good point. You know, we've spent money on Ben Davies. Like, I've not seen much of him, to be honest. Um, so... But I think Shooter's got to be a cracking player for us. It's just it's just got to take time. Young Scottish talent as well. Like I'm, I've seen enough of him at Hearts. Um, yeah, yeah, he'll be a cracking player for us. I'm sure. It's got it's got to be good, and that's what you want. You want competition. You don't want just like a standard eleven. Like our bench the other night was was really strong. So Aye. it's about making impact, and everybody wanting to play. And I love that man. Aye, it's a it's a nice problem to have. Um, and incidentally, actually, um, and obviously Woodward nineteen eighty nine Ross saying uh, statue for Tav. Agreed, mate. I'd love to see a wee oh, statue totally. for Tav. Um, I was going to say there, mate, uh, just before we wrap up uh, the PSV game. What's your thoughts on us having the extra game in between? I I actually think it plays to our advantage a wee bit because you know it gets minutes and legs for guys like Morelos and things like that. And obviously now we know. Um, their kind of counter tactics um, based on the second half at, at Ibrox. We can we can look at ways to exploit that using those players that are coming through, um, who are obviously getting that extra game time. Um, so for me, I see it as an advantage. I mean, as much as you know, we're not expecting any help for the for the SFA anyway. Um, I think it puts us in a in a better position. What say you? Oh, totally, mate. It's like keeping us fresh and sharp you know and like you said it's it's bringing players like um Morelos back in and you know like I, I didn't understand why we arrested Sands and Kent before the PSV game unless we were short we're only like a couple of weeks into the season snags eh? we should be getting these guys um up to speed I don't think we should be resting like I think we've got enough quality in the squad now that you know, if a Kent's not there, we've got like a Matondo or a Fashion Sakala, it can come in. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, keeping us sharp and hopefully we go into it with no injuries and aye, like, you know, it's it is quite a joke for the SFA, you know, they, they should be wanting so many teams like in Europe, like Dundee United got <laughs> absolutely battered the other night and it's no good for the coefficients, and it seems like Rangers over the last couple of seasons since Gerard came in, like we've dragged the Scotland coefficients, and it's because of us we're getting into the group stages, hopefully, and we're going to Europe, and it's just kind of been us really, and we've came back free. So, but no, to answer your point, mate, I think I uh, keeping us sharp and getting like players like maybe a, a Ben Davies up to speed and. Um, Rabbi Matondo, I was quite disappointed that he never came on the other night instead of Scott Wright. But, you know, getting all these players into the system, everybody's getting the chemistry now, eh, which is Aye. exciting. So, and maybe a, a Yamaz as well, get him up to speed. Um, you know, just but yeah, I think it's it's good, mate. Eh? I think that's key. I think um, the chemistry is key, like you say, and it's, it's developing. You know, we're seeing it kind of um, reacting and uh, gelling together, and it's it's a it's a good place to be. Um, and like you say, there's been some questionable decisions, and I think you know the manager will 
or quite openly own those um, if they do turn out to be mistakes. But um, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, what happens next week. And um, on that note, actually, we will we will probably have a podcast on Monday where uh, we'll obviously preview that game. So make sure you tune in for that. And also, please make sure you, make sure you like and subscribe, of course, um, to the videos and stuff. Um, but I was just going to say there uh, about the SFA. Stephen's comment here about not having dinner in the tub, right? Yeah, Maggie doesn't approve. Elbow cough. Um, I think it's probably a good thing because the SFA are, are kind of like if you dropped a sausage in the hot tub, you know what I mean? And you weren't really sure what it was, if it's a jobby or if it's a, if it's a sausage. <laughs> it's not a good filter, is it, eh, with the it's SFA? It's no, mate. You know, you know what I mean? Stevie's it's, hot tub, it's probably a, a cracking filter a, and it just is it a gets in. I, well. Or is it a sausage, you know what I mean? Are you going to risk take a risk and, and have a wee bite on it? And <laughs> <laughs> we don't condone jobbies in the hot tub. No, we don't. Podcast. Sausages, though, you can have. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think maybe we should we should move on. But before we do that, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Subscribe to the Rangers AF podcast. Do 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 do. <laughs> Thank you very much, Marley. The queen of jokes. Um, oh, she is, man. Honestly, mate, I absolutely love some of our jokes. What was our margarine one again? Have you heard the uh, rumour about margarine? No, it's, no, it's I'm butter. I'm not going to spread it. I'm not going to spread it. Butter. butter. Ladies, didn't care what margarine is, mate. Oh, you're showing your age there, Snagsy, but back in Marty. <laughs> margarine don't, you know, it's easy to spread. Easy to spread. <laughs> didn't it break your wrist like Lurpak spreadable? <laughs> which exactly. is not spreadable <laughs> yes exactly that so um, aye safe to say then we're looking forward to next week so looking ahead to the weekend mate yeah. we have got Hibernian away from home who are looking for their first win of the season having oh drawn it home to Hearts uh, <laughs> and then obviously losing uh, to Rangers favourites Livy um, last weekend um, that game incidentally is live on Sky Sports and also Sky Sports Ultra HDR at 12.30pm lunchtime kickoff on Sunday how do you, how do you feel about that mate how do you think we're going to we're going to fare in this game and what would you kind of what would you see the lineup looking like for that for that match well the game's on Saturday mate yeah, so is it <laughs> Saturday so it is so it is it's on Saturday so, uh, aye, but you know it's um, it'll be quite hard, mate, because um, they've got a hard European game tonight. So hopefully that takes it out of them. Oh wait, they did it, <laughs> right? So anyway, jokes aside, I just check my phone. Then I was like, "What?" Aye, again, hips are knowing you. Come on, that was a good joke. Oh, uh, <laughs> not for them. Um, but no, I think um, it will be a good chance. I, w- I would definitely stick with Kolak up front. That's for sure. Um, the boys on fire. And did you notice as well, he only likes scoring in the Copeland end. I did notice that, mate. It's going to be yeah, from the Cholak stand, the... I know, <laughs> In a few years' time. <laughs> but aye, he always seems to score there. So, nah, it's, um, you know, it's, al- it's always a hard game against them. Um, I usually d- don't like going there. Eh? Um um, or Tynecastle, um, we always get difficult games, but I think we've got a good squad. We've got a, a by far better squad than them. I think we could go there and, and really turn them over, like put a statement down. Um, um, but yeah, I think Kolak's got to start. I think the backline's no got to really change unless unless Gio's thinking right. This is a chance to get Davies in. Um, but I think Ryan Jack maybe come in. 
um, to the midfield. I think that's a good chance. And then it's it's just who do you play on that right? Do you do you go with Scott Wright um, or Steve Harrington, which I cannot tell the difference anymore because of you. <laughs> and um, I every time I watch it, I'm just like, nah, that is Scott Wright, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I, I'm I'm in two minds whether to persist with Scott Wright, which you know can be painful, and especially after Tuesday, um, I just feel like. He, he needs to start doing it. He, he needs to either start doing it in the SPL or he, he's never got to do it. And he's, I think he's been our most sub player this season as well. So, um, <laughs> Steve Harrington can probably cross a ball better, Jody. So, uh, but the guy, no, the guy uh, saves families, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know if he could save a. A sausage for a hot tub, I'm, I'm not oh, sure. Thanks. What are these analogies, man? Eh? Like, least, what? least, it's what I least, Stuart, it's what I least, least, Stuart, we are like actually goes on and tells you about it. Eh? That's like it rolls into a story, and you're just like, Aye, but mate, sausage, I'll be like, Jobby, can I tell Aye. the difference? You'd be like, Oh, I've got a great story about George Albert smoking a sausage one time. I he has got good stories, I must admit. He is a good storyteller. You're just like, wow, I can nip <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah mate, what, what, what's your thoughts on the lineup? Um would you who would you bring in? Would you would you manage Steve Davis for the game on Wednesday? Aye, hundred percent. I think um based on his on his first first half performance alone, I would I would hundred percent be be protecting him. I think Ryan Jack will come back in. Uh, alongside Lundstrom, um, and I would expect I would expect Kent to be rested. Actually, I think your your um, right um, prediction will probably come true. I would say maybe maybe Matondo will start on the left, um, and you know we'll, um, Cholak will, will keep his place up front, and then maybe Davies will come back in into defence as well, um, and maybe Yilmaz um, potentially um, start him. Um, but I, I mean, either way, it's gonna you know we're gonna see a, a big rotation of players with um, you know some of the players that are playing on Tuesday night coming in um, the, and you know, after the magic sixty minutes. And I think um, you know obviously we'll go into the game to to you know to to try and win it. Um, and if I was going to be uh, making a prediction, I'd probably say two 0 mm-hmm. um, I think um, it will be three points up the road. What about you? I think we're actually got to turn the mirror, mate. Like I can really see us turning the mirror. Seventeen nil, one of them. No, that, well, right, that would be nice, mate. Um, especially with some of the guys I'm working with, you know, that's their alliance. But um, oh, I forgot. Oh, you've got to be good chat, haven't you? Oh, chibbies. So um, nah, I think I think we're going to three or four. I, I think it's got to be like. You know when we turned the bar a few years back and Andy Halliday scored that screamer? Aye. I think it's got I think it's got to be something like that. Hopefully we don't concede. But I can I can just see us play the way we're playing the now, mate. I just I've got a lot of hope. I hope that, that uh, boy that um they signed plays that um what's his name? Some loser. Um McGeady. I hope he plays that. Why oh, does he play for them now? Apparently so, mate. I <laughs> so uh, I that that would be good. Give him dogs abuse, but no, mate. I would just I just think in every area, and especially like Lawrence and Tillman, they just I've got like a real kind of belief and confidence that 
We're just trying different things, which is working, you know. We're kind of missing, like, Hadji, in a sense. Like, he tried stuff like that, and he would shoot free areas, and his numbers were really good. And, you know, and I feel like Tillman, Lawrence, and Kolak are, are providing that. And just just the way, like, Lawrence, he's, he's quite clever as well, and he's not afraid to take players on or he'll play the good passes in or it, there was one uh, instance in the first half um the PSV game mate he actually tamed the runner away for the inside so Barisic played this brilliant pass inside it never came off but you could see they've been working that and Aye. you know the the work rate the work rate's totally improved for Kolak as well outside the box and I think Morelos has got to find it hard to get in there now man um especially if Kolak scores again at the weekend, you know. Aye, five and five, mate. Dream, what a dream! Or oh, gets a hat trick. Oh, like hat trick. You heard it here first, ladies and oh. uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a look in the <laughs> chat. Let's see what's happening. Kolak hat trick. You said two 0 mate. <laughs> oh, Shut was it again? I'll be sending you a sausage in the post. That's it. Oh no, no again. <laughs> Ross Turner says, "Evening, gents. Good evening, Ross. Nice to see you, he, mate. Aldo McNaught as a... well." Ross and Aldo, love it. Aye, Aldo, Aldo normally comes on when Jody's on. There's normally a normally a wee thing there. I think he stalks her. Or he comes um, on when the Wasp is on. Aye, that's it. Stuart McKenzie, uh, Tillman rested, and also I feel back in interest. And I think yes, Tillman, I, show it. I, I don't know, I think I think Tillman needs minutes. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him get him subbed off for like Morelos or something. Um, Stephen Payton, I had to read this twice because I thought he said Morelos to get 30 goals against him. So I was like, what? That's a sort of bold prediction there. <laughs> But uh, by 30 minutes at least, mate, that's exactly what he needs. And there's Aldo look, refuting the stalking claims. Um, but we know the truth there. Um, he says 2-1 to the famous... 2-1 to the famous <laughs> Wasp. Yes. You are the I'll famous Wasp. Uh, Stephen Payton says 3-0. Um, Aldo says Cholak will get 20-plus in the league this year. I agreed. Jody's giving it the big 2-0 as well, agreeing with yours truly. Um Jodie's on a, a good prediction run you now. Mate, her predictions are so so good that she gets on the gantry now. I can, eh? Like, like she's banned through all the bookies in Scotland. That's it. But we are no. We are no, exactly. <laughs> Get your bets in. I know, brilliant. Um, Ross says, I can't wait for Hazard to... I mean, honestly... Aye, likewise, mate. I, I mean, they. I've said this before on the podcast, but they were working the system around Hadji, do you know what I mean? Um, before he got injured... Um, so he's obviously key um, to Giovanni's plans uh, moving forward. It'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes back in. I'm absolutely buzzing for it. See, see, a good point on that, Snags. Um, do you feel like we've kind of done the same scouting for the way we got Hadji that we're doing for Tillman? Obviously, I don't think Hadji yeah. had a buyback loss, but it's just like, you know, get them bedded in and stuff like that. And I just, you know, wee similarities there. Obviously, they're I... two completely different players. Like Tillman... Like he'd done a storming run at the second half and he, he really should have squared it to Kent and he got yep. like a kind of weak left footed shot, but he looks like a cracking player, mate. Eh? Mate, do you know what do you know what I think is 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 exceptional um in terms of, of the Rangers growth since since twenty twelve? I think it's particularly in the scouting department, it's it's been able to to realise potential, but do it in a way that is conducive to, you know, economic growth of the club. Um, and that, you know, we're looking at these guys and saying, do you know what, he's available at a price point or, you know, whether it be a loan with an option to buy, whether it be a 
couple of million pounds here and there, but but we can see from the numbers that that this person has the potential to you know reach the the, the sort of twenty thirty million pound ceiling, and uh, you know obviously we had that with Bassey. Um, and you know Joe Rebo players like that, and I think you know we're starting to see that that fall into place now, where it's not just like a once in a decade thing, where we break a signing fee record. Do you know what I mean? I think this is this is hopefully going to be a regular thing for the club, and and some of the the backroom staff signings and improvements that we're making are you know are are, are kind of lighting those kind of indicators um, for me, and I think it's it's going to be an exciting time uh, to be a Rangers fan. Oh, totally, mate. Like um, getting that boy um, Zach Lovelace. Um, yeah. One one of my friends who I work with, he's uh, he, he's he's a mad Millwall fan, to put it lightly. But he was absolutely raging that like we never spent like at least five million on him. Um, he, he hates this cross border fee, but mate, we're an attractive outfit now. Maybe we won't come twenty twelve in the banter eras, and we're yeah. just getting all these journeymen who wanted to steal a wage for us. You're like, you know, like, aye, I, I said it. I'll say it again. Stealing the wage for us. And um, see now, mate, like, we, we are attractive. Like, like see Kolak, I'm pretty sure he, he loves banging his chest when he scores at Ibrox and everybody's, they feed off that now, mate. And we've got, like, big big game players now. We used to have, like, maybe one or two, Kent, Morelos. Now we've got, like, a team. We've got Yelmas, who's coming for a big club with expectations. You know, Bayern Munich are a pretty big club, if I remember correctly. You know, we're we're bedding in like decent players, mate, and it is exciting times. And anybody that's not watched, um, if you go on Hadji's Instagram, he's doing like this week kind of mini documentary series, and it's it's quite good. It's called The Comeback because he's coming back, and uh, he does different episodes, and he's just the way he speaks about Rangers, man. Eh? It just like you can't even hate him, and uh, he's just a positive guy, and he knows it was like a a bad injury, and he's got to come back. And it's honestly like when everybody's fit, the options like it's got to be hard to get on that bench, snags, you know. And especially yeah. with the the kind of we've got Charlie McCann coming, Alex Lowry, Leon Kings kind of in the fold now, um, and that boy Adam Devine, and please. If I've missed anybody else, um, I like that boy Cole McKinnon. It's going to be it's, it's going to be exciting times, mate. That's for sure. Aye, hundred percent. I kind of disagree with any of that, mate. And uh, long may that continue. So we'll just have a quick swage in the old uh, comments there. So Ross Turner says, "Reckon, reckon news will take it two 0 Agreed, um, Pedro. Yep, hundred percent, mate. By two uh, more. Jody says, Cholak just needs service and he gets that and he's laughing. Agreed, Jody. Long may that continue as well. I'll tell you what, some of the service he got on Tuesday night was oh, more of that in Harland, please. Uh, Craig McDee says, do we have an option to buy Tillman? Yes, we do, yes. my friend. Um, I don't know exactly how much it is, but um, it's going to be within budget for us, that's for sure. <laughs> does, does anybody uh, know um, the deal, how long the deal was to have signed? Like, I have no... It's going to be in his uh, mid-30s for sure. Two, was it two years, I think? Was it 2024? Oh, was it two? I think it's something like that. I That sort of rings a bell. If anybody knows, stick it in the chat. I might be right, off with that, but do. I think it was 2024. or might be longer. Um, Aldo McLaughlin says, I think Lovelace will take over Roof Spot. Oh, I forgot he was even there. Well, that, <laughs> I forgot that, he was even there. That's uh, an interesting point, man. Eh? Like, you know, like, what what is happening with Roof? You know, apparently it was only a minor injury and... It is a shame what has happened to him because he is a cracking player and he's he's scored a lot of important goals for us. But I, I just think now 
I don't think there's there's people have got to start overtaking Ruth. I you know can't at, be relied at, on at man. Best, at best, he'll be an impact sub at some point in the season when he when he gets fit. You know, I can't and you know will likely offload um, in January, I guess. Um, but I will see what happens with that. It's you know the future's no bright for him. That's for sure. Uh, Elderman not says I extra two years. Um, Jody says he is now committed to a new deal, which will take him well into his thirties as a ranger. Um, aye, and that's always good. Tav, Tav for sixty-five. Ross says, <laughs> well, as in sixty-five-year-old still playing for Rangers, the captain. Yes, still he still could do it. Aye. I love him. He needs he needs a hip replacement at sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. Can we can, can we bring back um, when we used to call him the Blue Cafu? I like that. Can we bring that back? We're bringing I it back. Hash, back. Hashtag the blue cafu. I'm into that. Keep it in. I mean, we call them that. That was class. It was. It was. Aye, what happened stay. to that? Bring it back. Oh no! It kind of went. Kind of went. Aye. I agree. Let's bring it back. Yeah. So, mate, that's uh, that's all for Hibernian, right? We'll look forward to that the weekend. Do you have any shout outs you would like to give before we wrap up this bad boy of a podcast? Let's hear them. Have a few. Uh, well, no, two. First off, I want to shout out um, Ross, who is a good friend and colleague of mine, who kindly gave me a ticket to said game on Tuesday. Okay. Top lad. Um, so I will need to get him a few sweeties and packets of Chris next time I go away. Um, because remind me to never buy you a ticket. No, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't take money, and I said to him. Uh, so he says. Next time you're back on board, like hit the bond, which is basically a sausage, a... though. <laughs> well, maybe in the tuck shop, mate. What kind of tuck shops do you go to? That hear sausages, man. One of the hot tubs. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Must be different than in Swindon, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, here's the fruit bowl. Take the keys in the hot tubs with the sausages. Wait a minute, <laughs> mate, mate. We've gone for, for sausages and sweets to threesomes now. What are you, what are you doing, man? This is, a, this is a family podcast. I never this said this is a family podcast. You said threesomes. I'm, I'm just about to eject you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I want to shout out my mate Kenny, who is uh, is a massive football fan. Eh? He's he's in Montenegro now. And he he's, he always takes in games. And he was he went to the Red Star game. Um, he was in. Mate, this guy travels everywhere, and he makes me laugh. And his general knowledge of things is 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 frightening. Um, you know, he went to see Red Star, and um, then he's went to see Montenegro, and he, he he's a great guy. So shout out to Kenny. I'm pretty sure he's been to North Korea as well. He just travels the world, man. Oh, man. He's some guy. He loves it. So shout out to Kenny and Ross, top lads. Superb. Um, so my shout outs, mate. My first one is okay. for you. Um, oh, thanks, mate. I got worse, but I know because he got me this for my birthday. Check this out. Yeah. yeah. What is that? It's a beautiful uh, Rangers AF podcast. What does it say um, on the back? Piece of oh, what does it say on the back? I hear you cry, <laughs> mate. Comic Sans snags. <laughs> there we go. Jimmy Sands. A wee nod to uh, Microsoft there. I appreciate that, mate. Thanks very much. You're so welcome, um. Mate. Aye, I'd also like to, to give a shout out to George uh, and Jeep and also uh, Simi and Jen who came through to see me at Sterling Services um, to see Peanut and Jelly as well, which was fantastic. I uh, really appreciate yeah, you guys making the effort um, to come and see me. Um, it's, it's It was lovely and obviously it made a wee trip to Scotland um, all the extra special and also a shout out to Maggie and Stephen for some of the most exceptional hospitality ever experienced, mate. Some of the some of the stuff. I mean, we we had um, meringues meringues for breakfast one morning. Oh my god! 
That's um, when you can you've made it like it was fabulous. It was absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Um and obviously they live in a in a in a beautiful place um in Scotland called Tain with some of the loveliest yeah, lovely beaches place, and stuff mate. around them. Um absolutely stunning. Um so uh, shout out to them as well. And also shout out to my auntie Jack and my uncle Brendan for looking after us when we were up in uh, Thurzo. And again, uh, I mean what a what a beautiful place. A wee place called Rie um up there, which is um yeah, part of them. NC five hundred, um, as they call sure it. Sure is. Oh aye, yeah, these kids, these kids oh, in mate, the camper vans. Yeah, kids in the these camper kids, vans, mate. Aye. Nicking all the wheelie bins. I we know aye. how it goes. <laughs> Graffiti <laughs> in the wind farms. Aye. That's oh. where the days. So, aye, nah, big old shout out to them. It was good to hear you back in Bonnie, Scotland, mate. It was good to see you, the dogs, Sammy. It was, it was brilliant, mate. And shout out to Driggs as well, man. I love that guy. He cracks me up in the group chat, man. I just love him. Oh, he notices everything, eh? Ah, he does. He does. He does. I love him. He's such a such a handsome that's, lad as well. That serial killer, him. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah, Snags. He actually makes me talk American in my replies to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not American. Hey Driggs, you don't know me. Oh my god, I'm speaking American. Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. He's done it again. Aye. It's Aye. like when you were playing Modern Warfare 2 on the Xbox eh, and talking to American guys and you started talking American and your dad would burst in, why are you speaking like that? <laughs> oh, sorry, dad. <laughs> You're not American now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Killed you. Well, mate, we've managed nearly 50 minutes. Oh, just the mate. two years. Good. Should never be allowed to do this on our own again. We'll just blether. Just the you know two. I mean? Aye. Because Jody wanted yeah, to go and see Coldplay. What was that the night? Again, what a terrible band. Uh, <laughs> right, well, that's that's enough of your time for them, mate. Anyway, <laughs> all that's left for me to do is say that I've been Snags, he's been The Wasp, and we've been the Rangers AF Podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday. Hope your team wins. Yes! Yes! Thank you.